Well, hello, hello you. Hello you. Can you believe it's been nearly a year? We've been doing this for nearly a year. Hi guys. Hello. Season two already we I started. Know. And Nez and I are just sort of reminiscing about the things that we've been. Can you believe it all started with queuing and behind the ropes? Yeah, that was actually one of my favorite episodes. Oh, absolutely. And I know that that I can, we know for 100% that made an impact because the ropes disappeared. And people are still talking about that episode. Absolutely. And it set off a whole million other conversations about it about luxury and being treated correctly and uh, the entire experience luxury and spirit I mean I know that for instance it's been said that other platforms have then decided to address what we've addressed in the beginning we've always been at the forefront but what's been your favorite part I just love all the different types of people that we've talked to, like getting to know them a little bit more both like professionally personally I love that we did the London edition. Oh, yeah, we got to do, we should do a Paris, we should do a Beirut. I'd love to do a Beirut edition yeah, for that. would Saudi. be fantastic. Yeah, keeping it. Yes, definitely. We'd love to do a Saudi one. It's on the up and up and uh, and it would be amazing. I love, obviously, for a few reasons, but I love doing Dubai Watch Week well, as well. Well, that's your thing, Misha. Well, not just that, the fact that we were out and we met oh, everybody, yeah, that, was, that was just, you that know, was a lot roving of reporting was fun. I got a lot of um, good comments about that one, actually, because yeah. they really enjoyed just the impromptu, you know, the fun. I think you really got to see, like, what uh, we were like. And the fact that, I mean... Maybe it showed our age that there was a world famous that everybody knew, <laughs> Hollywood <laughs> actor, and we were like, "Hello, how are you? Nice to meet you." And they were like, "You don't know who he is?" And we're like, "No, we had I no think that's clue." That was quite refreshing. That was very refreshing. I think enjoyed it I, for me as well. A lot of people, I think maybe because of the page, were were saying, "Oh my God, you made us feel like we can all go. We can all go and see it." And it's you yeah. know, it wasn't just for really. Uh, you know, watch enthused. It's for enthusiasts, not for just watch like connoisseurs or professionals. But I've also been surprised about the types of people that have been watching and listening. Yeah. It's quite a broad... uh... I had a CEO reach out to me and say... um, Don't you want to interview me? Oh, uh, see, so, yeah. I so get that we, all the yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. So we're... We're um, getting lots we're of getting requests. There. But... but But (laughs) we'd like to know, actually, if there's any topics either to readdress or that you want to talk about. And we need to revisit, I think. Revisit. But for now, we have done a recap recap episode of our favourite pieces, our favourite parts, some of our favourite guests. And it's not to say that we didn't love meeting everyone, but we had some really good moments. I mean, for me as well, obviously, um, I loved uh, Jessica's 64 uh, tick. Was it a checkbox to to identify whether your Hermes bag is real or not? I only thought it was like three things. But But I think we need to get we need to get we need to get Jessica back. Jessica back because that uh, that episode was. We also need to do another watch episode. Anish was great. Yeah. Yeah, but I also enjoyed just Leia, hanging out yeah. with you. And guys, um, I hope you like this episode. It's a, a little it's bit of who fun, we are, and it's a fun. A few oohs and ahs. We seem to oh do that. We a seem lot. to do a lot of yeah, ooh, 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 ooh. and it's but us. there is actually interesting content <laughs> in in the episode. Yes. not just us ooing and ahing. And I have to say, I love that we finished on Ali 
yeah. which his episode airs December 18th, I think. What a, First of all, besides being a very good friend and really like a brother, he is the, one of the most talented and kind humans. Yeah, I felt a lot of love and light. Lots of empathy, which is what the world is needing right we now. We need a lot of love and love light and in light the world. Love and light and kindness. Um, okay. Yeah. And that's it. And that's it, really. We love you guys. We wish you... A very, very peaceful and happy new year. As well, yes. but like I was looking at these people thinking, you're about to go into the store. And spend tens of thousands, thousands of, of pounds. pounds. And they're making you wait. You think that's okay? No, no. I Listen, I am not an advocate for this queuing system. I think it's rubbish. I think they're just taking COVID and taking it one step further. I think, brands, if you're listening, please. I am a champion of luxury. I am a, a luxury client. Let me go in and browse. I don't need a salesperson to be standing on my shoulder. Let me go in, browse, see what I want. Then if I don't want anything, I can leave without feeling that I've wasted somebody's time as well. Or have holding rooms. This line outside, this is not Disney World. I mean, or at least give me a fast pass. Okay, I'm very lucky in the sense that with many many stores I'm able to call upon a sales assistant and I don't queue but is anymore. that the problem but that's is that the problem that that's they're, they're so focused on people like you they're not allowing any new customer no but then I don't in. think they really look a customer like me I, I I've I've been a, a long-standing customer but it doesn't mean that they want to prioritize me over somebody else no I don't think that's the case I just think every person that comes into the store they want to turn into a sale like my my artwork or my design work has always had this um, reference to culture but now I feel it's more towards the aspect of heritage because of this ongoing interest in researching more and so so what's the difference like can you explain to us difference between culture and heritage i would say like heritage is more uh reside in the uh, in the um i would say not objects but the the values the ethics etc and uh, things that are more Um, ingrained in history I would think heritage is much more ingrained in history exactly exactly. culture is like behavioural culture is more behavioural yeah right Right. Uh, (laughs) we're having an issue here and the issue is ageism in marketing marketing and so what do we mean by that exactly I mean for me it's really about the sort of negativity about ageing and feeling completely invisible Um, the other thing is you know, something we should be celebrating. It's it's le- less about anti-aging, it's more about pro-aging. I mean, I, I know it sounds a bit naff, okay, but I, I'm really up for this. I'm up for looking better, not different. I don't feel like we have a voice as, as women and men, but as women in particular, um between a certain bracket of 35 to 55, we're without a voice. We're Completely. without... Um, and, and guess what? This is where 
you know, in terms of spending power, spending power, this is where it's at. Exactly. Um, so I just wanted to maybe set the stage a little bit about where the market is in terms of the watch market. And I was looking at a report um, that was done with Morgan Stanley and Lux yes. Consults. And it was looking at the outlook of 2023 and beyond. And the key takeaways were, um, well, for a start, AP is now surpassing two uh, billion in sales. In but sales, but from and their jump from 2019 to, to now oh is yeah. almost like double. But in terms of market share. Yeah, it's Rolex it's all the way. I was so surprised. The Rolex, I understand. But I was so surprised that Omega was second. Yes, Omega is uh, a big revival. Now. A big revival. And it's very popular with men. Because of the James Bond thing, do you think? Uh, James <laughs> Bond is... Uh, is it just Omega, James Bond? I think I don't so. know why I'm yeah. asking. Yeah, 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 yeah I think like, so. It's like the brands, yeah. Aston Martin, Omega, they represent like... Yeah. You know, it's... Dashing 007. Well, I don't know about more. that. Yeah. But I, I do... But yeah, Rolex was 29%. Mm-hmm. Uh, followed up by actually number two it says Cartier no number two is 7.9 is uh, is 7.9% is Omega 7.7% is Cartier well in this report it says Cartier really yeah, yeah. The, the other report was actually slightly different that yeah. I sent you so number two is Cartier 7.7 7. Omega is also 7.7 7. AP was 4.7 and then it was Patek Philippe Patek, Philippe. Patek, sorry, uh, darling. Cartier, Patek. Cartier, you mean watches, not jewelry. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, I mean, no, not so surprised. I'm but also surprised because women love the aesthetic of them. I love the aesthetic of them. My first watch was a tank, like yeah. tank Francaise. Yes. Tank Francaise. Yeah. That's not the military. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> tank. No, no. But let yes. me tell you, because when you love one of their watches, like I have at least six tanks. Yeah. Because I love them. The but American you wear them in a fun way. And, yeah. For other people, it might be very sober. They want something. Yeah. Like the aesthetics. It's yeah, yeah. classic and so Right, girl, next, now that we've done all the... So the big one is the yummy one that food. always excites... Food, food, yum, 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 yum. Food, 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 food. Okay, now listen. What? I eat at pret a every... I love pret a stop yeah, it. But you Their chocolate-filled croissants are amazing, but then I eat everything else. But yeah. listen, why yeah. did they get rid of the avocado wrap? Why, people? What do you why? mean? They've made it into an avocado toast now. I don't mm. want avocado toast. I, I want the avocado yeah, wrap. Yeah, well, you Please, love the avocado wrap. But I love the chocolate croissants. If you haven't had a chocolate croissant... Yeah, uh, you know, Cedric Gallet is very... Yeah, but it's not the same. Sorry, it's not the same. If you can have a Cedric Galley uh, croissant for like £25, or you can go to Pret-a-Manger and get a £2.99 croissant, and their chocolate croissant is absolutely the best. But there's loads of great bakeries in London. There are, but you know, I was sad to see that like the big baker and spice closed down. Oh, on, Notting on, Hill? No, on no. Elizabeth Street. I love Elizabeth Street for food as well. They've uh, got a great Oliver Carne restaurant Gail, there. Gabriel loves Gail's Gail, cinnamon roll. Gail's rank. cinnamon roll. Gabriel and I are friends. Yeah. Because Gail's <laughs> cinnamon rolls are the best. And you can walk down to South Ken and all along that street and you'll find there's a lovely Gail's. And some great cute little murals. There's murals. Muriel. The Muriel. The origins of the gemstones. How does that affect the price of... Uh, Blood diamond. She's talking. 
No, I'm not just talking <laughs> about yeah, that, no. but emeralds they do, yeah. for example. Yeah. Well, Colombian emeralds, there's a, there's, there's a lot of history behind yeah. them. You know, no, it's, it's not only that, but the actual um, deposits where they form, you, the, the crystals are just that little bit different. If you compare a Colombian to a Zambian stone, at the top end, they, they would be comparable, but a, a, a Colombian stone is colored more by the chromium, for example, mm-hmm. which gives it a slightly different appearance, to a Zambian stone, which is colored with chromium and vanadium to a certain extent. So you have a slightly different hue. And that's really refre- reflected in the price, though, as well, right? So and when you in get the a end, Colombian emerald, it's, it's a colored yeah, stone. Yeah. It's about the color. What I'm saying is, don't fall into the trap and I'm going to name a few brands like this Sheen or Shane or whatever and these Primark. You know, you're buying things. You have to think about it. If they can sell you a T-shirt for $5. Or less than $5. Or less than, how much are they paying that person, that child, to make it? Where are the ethics? Where are you, your, your humanity? You want to care about the environment as well? It doesn't do it any well. They don't sell everything, so it has to go back into the landfill. Yes, ma'am. And where, how, how are they feeding these people? What are they paying them? I mean, you know, there has to be heart in this. It can't just be about, okay, I want a white T-shirt that's going to fall apart in the wash in two or three washes. I mean, I think our generation because we didn't really have you know brands like this it was about education Mm -hmm. but you know if you look at the younger generations even my son's age he's seven the Mm -hmm. sort of alphas they are fully aware of like what's going on Mm -hmm. how to be kind to the environment it's a priority for them them. right yeah so we have to bridge that gap somehow we have to you know have some sort of self-awareness i do think a lot of people have forgotten post-COVID what we felt during that time. So, yeah. so you know... COVID ruined a lot of things. It did. But well. we also yeah. have to be honest in something. There's a lot of women that will just see Kim Kardashian on social media yeah. or do a filter, which is even worse. And they'll take that filtered face in and say, I want to look as close to this as possible. And that, I know, happened in London a lot yeah. You know when that, um, uh, what is it, is it a Snapchat come, came out with all those filters? Mm. So, and people would do it and they say, I want to look like this. But, but there's no responsibility in the clinic and the doctors. When I was 18 years old, yeah. I remember going to a hairdresser mm. with a photo. My curly hair would never be able to look like that, yeah, but yeah. I wanted it. Because, yeah, yeah. you know, you have a vision of someone you admire and you aspire to become. And instead of looking how to optimize yourself to be the most comfortable version of yourself in your own skin, yeah. we try to look like someone else that yeah. believe we believe will help us feel better about ourselves. So it's not a new element in how we behave. It's just more risky element because if you cut your hair that doesn't doesn't look right in, in a month or two, you are fine because it will yeah, grow and, and it's very reversible. With some interventions people take on their face, they are non-reversible. So what did take you to China? I mean, that's quite a big leap, uh, leap of faith. Right? Yes. Well, it wasn't a leap. It was just uh, a friend of mine, uh, Chris Mao from Chambers Fine Art. Mm-hmm. We were together in New York. We were doing an art fair together in, uh, I think it was Palm Beach or Miami. Yeah. He said, hey, there's an art fair in well, Beijing. Hold on. You missed Palm Beach in Miami. What yeah, happened exactly. there? Art fairs, art fairs. I was doing lots of art fairs. Party. In there. 
Oh, party, party. And, then, <laughs> and, then party. <laughs> and um, good for you, Fabian. So Chris, yeah, Chris, said, let's, there's a, there's a, there's a art fair in an China. art fair in Beijing, the first contemporary art fair of uh, in China. Do you want to go? I said, what uh, year was this? Absolutely not. Uh, Two thousand four. Oh, okay. Oh, not that not old. And I'm like, one. absolutely not. Why should I? And he's like, no, but let's go. And then the booth was ridiculously cheap. I thought, okay, why not? My father's been going to China for so long. I'll go and have a look myself. And so we... Went for two weeks and stayed for 15 years. Exactly. Yeah, in a nutshell. And the timing could not have been better, accidentally. Uh, But it was just, you felt the energy when you arrived there in in Beijing in 2004, not knowing anyone, by the way, except for Chris, who lived actually in the US. Um, I mean, nobody speaks English. Uh, Yeah. At, lo- at least in those days in Beijing, the taxis. I don't know. I don't know how we got around. Yeah, but I, we, d- I we used managed. to do a lot of work in China, yeah. and it was it was different. Well, a different even world. the phones, you couldn't use your phone. You had to have a different type of phone, different pin. There yeah, was the no whole way thing. Of, you were completely. But the cut energy, off. and again, yeah, the energy. Yeah. Uh, you know, the most important thing, basically, uh, the artist. Uh, I mean, in in my profession, yeah, the artists were so exciting and fresh and uh, relevant to the times to this immensely changing society. So, so now you've got this big fancy title. CEO Brown. And you're the chief fashion and merchandising officer of Farfetch. Farfetch. Wow. That's, that's two I big roles. Yeah. 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 I think got you for the, two, for the price of one. very yeah. busy. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A lot of hats. A lot of Which hats. is why we're also super grateful that you've managed to make the time to fit in with us here. I mean, I, I don't, Browns, I don't know about when oh. you were growing up. Browns for me, especially at uni, we used to dress up we'd come into London yeah. we'd like see what's what it was our place to discover, to discover. Yeah. yeah absolutely and Browns, I, I feel yeah, like we've missed that different. so I'm hoping Elizabeth's yeah. going to bring that back well, yeah, bring yeah. That back. I mean as you know we talked about nurturing yes. new designers and yeah. finding and discovering talent and that's I think that's one of the favourite you know, of the work a buyer does or a merchant does, that's yeah. usually, that's the most fun part, right? Yeah. So usually you sit there with spreadsheets and numbers, but the, yeah. that part about finding new, new talent. And Mrs. Bernstein, I mean, she was a legend, yeah. right? She was really a true was. icon. Yeah. I remember sitting next to her at shows when I was a baby buyer yeah. and just being like, oh. oh. So I think, you know, for me, it's having this iconic store and also now the power far fetch that drives our technology. I feel like we can really do something special. And it will be about bringing back curation really making yes. it about a dis- yeah. discovery of new talent but also the best of the established brands yes, and how nice. we style things and how things look and bringing that experience like that real physical experience into the store but then how do we also reflect that on the app and on the because site your design pro- your design process is actually very different you yes. start with the fabric fabric first, first. we hand curate which is very different we hand curate our fabric and so our focus is always that just because the style isn't desirable, it doesn't mean that's the same for the fabric. The fabric is super hard-wearing. Denim was designed to last. Yeah, to last. Yeah. And so the idea is that we're going, oh, I don't like that anymore. And, we just, and it was so exhaustive on the environment in the first place. I kind of put this mantle on myself that I feel I have a duty to rescue every single gene that I can and rework it. Yeah. So the twin was born. So two genes. Come, I got an example. Here. Oh, look! I feel yes. like this is one I made Da-da, earlier. This is so what you can imagine earlier. that this is one black gene and one light blue gene. That gives a great also silhouette, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. And then we swap the insides over, and so you get this new gene. Oh, nice. Yeah. And so all the pocket details are different. 
Um, there's different characteristics. It has its own personality. And so that's really how it was born. And so this was worn by a friend of mine who was at Net-A-Porter. She was the fashion editor in, at the magazine, um, at Porter magazine. Yeah, and so she was wearing it around the office. And someone went, oh, my gosh, what are they? And she yeah. said, these are my friend Anna's. And yeah. so that was it. That was the story. And so I launched with Net. Amazing um, if there was anyone you were going to launch. Yeah. That's kind of a dream. So are you now predominantly still Hermes only or have you diversified into so, like watches and things? So we, 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 look, if people want us, I think what I really wanted to do was become incredibly good at what you do. At, yeah, yeah, exactly. So we really honed in on the Hermes. So yeah. whether that is, but where we've expanded that, so it's not been necessarily have we diversified into jewellery or watches. Mm-hmm. We can get them if clients yes. want. Because I think that's where we've kind of changed. I think I would call us more of a service provider than a product provider oh, because right. we, um, we can, you know, if somebody comes to us and they want us to furnish their yacht with Hermes homeware and crockery, we provide those kind of services. If somebody wants to come and they want an educational talk and they have their you know a private bank and they want to learn about Hermes and you know they want their bags valued or they want to do a how to spot a fake from a real so yes. I, we do some really fun stuff of going you know how to spot the difference um so that's really kind of what we do um what is the like the easiest way to spot a fake oh it really depends on whether not anymore right yeah no, so no, anymore. No, but there's easy. a lot that is no so it's everything quality, from yeah. the you know the the stitching the color also things that people forget is is the color even produced in that year yeah. so some of the bags that we we've, we've some of the fakes we've seen i was like well that what that hasn't been produced for 10 years so how has yeah. it got a receipt from 2022 because yeah. it wasn't even yeah. even produced that's where your but, knowledge is yeah really exactly important. um so so that's really you know we've, we've just really focused on everything Hermes, but providing those additional services to these companies yeah. and being able to really help them grow we we create all of their marketing materials we do beautiful newsletters yeah. um we we as i said we we host them in the showroom afternoon teas um we go to their houses and we help kind of clear out their yeah. bags and and weddings and events is something that is so fast yeah. you know and then you just see it it's like a mirage you see it you create it and then it's gone but what stays is like your client coming back to you like i've got clients that i've done events for them for the last 20 years and they're still calling and saying like oh my god you know like we still remember when we yeah. see the pictures, yeah. we're not like, oh my God, what, what were you thinking? Yeah. I think that's very important. I always tell to my clients, you know, like when you want to look at your picture, yeah. imagine if your kids, they look at the, your event picture and you don't, you don't want them to be like, what were you thinking? Yeah. You know, like Standard you want it, you want to look time. at them and be like, oh wow, you know, it's still, it's still that's, timeless. That's, that's so true, yeah. honestly, because even when I look at my, my wedding pictures now, all this time later, um, I think, oh wow. I'm still happy with my dress. I yeah. still love my dress. I still exactly. love the event. I still love what I did. It's it's still... I think me too, but that's because I think it comes from a place of love. When you do something quite yes. pure yes. and it, you have those that you love involved. So I had my friend do my dress, Roland Murray. I yeah. had another friend do my hair and makeup. Yeah. And other friends do my flat. So, so it was, it was everything. like It, it was, was everything. Yeah. And we had a really... Brought together. Yeah. <laughs> women that become interested in watches from a technical point of view 
and not just from a jewelry aesthetic point of view in some ways do you know a girl, do you know a girl called watch fashionista she's got a good wrist i heard about her <laughs> you don't like what choices of watches because they're just about pretty no, 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 no. <laughs> but it's cool right it's like but this is what it is it's like a, this, this is kind of how people get into watches right this was my idea in the beginning it's like yeah. okay here's a watch on like a black velvet tray yeah. so it's almost like a museum piece like you can't touch whereas like what Misha did is like here's a watch with my bracelets with my shoes in my car yes. in my garden you know it's like adding like real life yeah. emotion to it Yeah. so people feel like this is actually how people enjoy their watches this is what you do yeah. you know? and it adds like an element of of relatability I think you buy it. what you love you buy cool. what you love you must all for me it's always about buying what I love and I know that a lot of times people in the watch industry think oh, well Misha doesn't have a you know uh, a flying tourbillon with a minute repeater that makes coffee in the morning as well but <laughs> but Misha likes things that look cute on the wrist with bracelets right well, that's cool is there anything wrong with that no very nice yeah. the main thing was we wanted the brands to come feeling relaxed yeah. yeah we didn't want them to come feeling that they're a to a competitive environment where they're seeing their neighbors standing more than them they are coming with a target in their mind you know a sales target we wanted them to come and just focus on on sharing the story, story with the brand and it's working yeah you know and they don't feel and intimidated if you even go to the to the to another watch where they've never met i say what are you going to say yeah <gasps> Shall Shall we get? Get? don't forget we have got that's been one of your guys' favourite things. We always get a lot of questions, but funny enough, now we're getting questions all the time, right? I love the questions and the comments, but um, we're going to do a review of the top five because that's really all you guys there. Yeah. Every question that you've asked, if you've, you know, when when we've put it out on the page, what do you want to know from this? What do you want to know from that? So that's coming your way. Top five five alive. (laughs) It's I've been uh, waiting for this. <laughs> Questions. You know, that's my favourite one. Five, two, two. Five, four, three, two, one. Heritage and culture would play a role in my behaviour. Lots of things ingrained. Oh, well, that just means being aware of your surroundings, I think. I think that's also a pride thing, right? Being very strong in character and not going with the masses and well I don't know personally what do you think what do you see that as hint has zoned out hint <laughs> I did I did zone out because I thought of I thought of one thing but I don't what know do if it's appropriate say it say it but knowing knowing your culture knowing your heritage and so on like if I am for example if I am to go through a gallery where there are nude uh, portraits yeah. or whatever and I'm with my hijab I will not uh, stay as much as it's admirable. admirable you wouldn't stop. And look I would at not it. stop and look at it, fearing that someone would take a picture of me in the back oh, with my hijab, having to uh, face uh, such a portrait or so on. So, you are definitely aware of your surroundings and who you are and how what you're representing, even in terms of your attire. After forty, I'm the most confident I've ever been, and don't give two bleeps bleep, bleep, about bleep, bleep. what others think. It's been liberating. Yes. Yes, yes, you. I like you. And I agree because that was the age whereby you think, you know what, this is me, I don't care. There's some 20-year-olds listening to this going, 
40. 40. I've got, well, how what? old are you? Listen, it's about walking into that room and not thinking, oh, will anyone like me? Is that, you know what, will Just I like anyone else? Letting let go, letting go. Let go of all that stuff. It's very hard. Stop overthinking and start letting go. Three watches every watch collection should have, in your opinion. In my opinion, definitely a Rolex. Any, um, anyone in particular? Um, a Daytona, perhaps. Yeah, yeah I mean... Or rainbow. Yeah, of course. Of course. I would say enough bijou. Yeah. These are my personal yes, choices. Of course, yeah. And I mean, if it's limited to three, it's going to be either a Patek or a Philippe Dufour. Let's be realistic. Yeah. A Patek, perhaps. Yeah. I mean, yeah. not everyone can reach a Philippe Exactly. So, my top my three. Would I'm not giving you a top three. No, I'm having a she top three. Why are you having three. a top three? Okay, go on. Why Apple not? Watch, Why Apple watch, not? Apple watch, watch brands. is not a watch brand. Not yes, watch brand. Not electronics. Yeah, not electronics. Yes. <laughs> bleep. Bleep. Yeah. Bleep. No, but if I was going to... My dream My dream is Philippe, actually. Yes. Philippe de Fort. That would be my dream watch. And I would I'm actually have... Christopher Claret or something. I, I would actually have no other watch if I wasn't allowed to. I would just have that. But my other two were the Daytona. Mm-hmm. But I would like, because, you know, I'm all about fairy tales and storytelling or whatever. I'd like, like, a Paul Newman... Beautiful. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Um, I mean, if we're limited to, to three, yeah. Uh, but then... Yeah. yeah. But and it's, uh, it's a difficult, yeah. Limit gone and your third, yeah, it's very difficult. Tech Philippe, yeah, of course. I don't, I mean, either the Grandmaster or the Aquanaut, actually. In yeah. Patek Philippe, weirdly enough, I wouldn't even choose a grand complication, I would choose the enamels, yes. That uh, I, um, um, like every year, I, I get one, and get one I, like yeah. I choose a dial that I love, yeah, mm. it's either marquetry or enameling, and it's mm. beautiful and it mm. tells a story, and it's it's a piece of art, yeah. you wear it on your hand. Yeah. It doesn't have to be an aquanaut. It doesn't have See, to be a naughty. Look. She, she loves a different aesthetic. Me, I want to watch. That sort of matches my lifestyle. So my top three would always be a Daytona because mm. I think it's the greatest day watch for any woman. True. I would always pick a Royal Oak because AP for me is again is that. And it I would like be the yellow gold. But like. I also yeah, but I li- I like I love a yellow gold one because they don't make them anymore, especially with the diamond. Uh, That's around. why she I have likes. A, I have a yeah. one from the eighties. Yes, like and then, with some diamonds. Um, and then I think for my third watch would probably be something like a. I don't know. I would. I it's love. It's difficult to limit yourself to yeah, to three. Yeah. But mine would be a vintage Cartier. Mm. Mm, you know, so one of the really old ones with the pearl straps. Beautiful. The old, really old. <gasps> and my question to you is. Oh. I have a question for you. If you had to choose one designer and one designer oh, only, this is the worst question. It is the worst for question. your for your night for your day wear, your evening wear, your lunch, you know. Oh, I'll do one that no, like this one because I have to. I have to also be politically correct when it comes to these things. Oh, of that's course. So, yes, exactly. Uh, I'm no, sorry, I forgot about that. Uh, no, no, no. I'll name one that actually I haven't even seen yet, but I'm Ooh. extremely excited for Phoebe Philo. Really? Oh yes, yes. yes. I'm excited for that. I mean, she was I mean, I'm sure I'm going to want to be in it all the time, head to toe, but I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know. Oh, my God. God. When when will that be seen? I mean, I think, well, originally they said it'll be this fall, I believe. (gasps) Yeah. It was supposed to be January, but I think it's this fall. What is the most extravagant request you've ever had? For anything, not just the events. Could it be any other We created on a palace ground somewhere in the world. Uh, uh, an actual venue, a floating venue. Oh. So basically, we created a, a lake, oh, and wow. the dining tables were moving actually uh, 
on, on, on the whole entire thing. <laughs> We had like uh, everything was. Thinking the Emerald Bouquet was up there. No, no. No, no. We had made much more, yeah, much bigger things, and everything was basically bespoke from the biggest brands. Uh, you know, like for like wow. furniture and crystal, and we had like opaline on them with light, and the actual whole entire structure was was crystal. So basically, yeah. you were walking oh on gl crystal glass, itched. And the lights were going you have on to the be side. An engineer and was, to like well, you have, for instance, that. like for instance, now we had on an event. I brought like uh, some people who that they work on an oil field, and oh, then wow. so basically to create a platform yeah. uh, next to Slovenia. You know, like basically wow. they were doing a ceremony that is floating. I wow. just want to. So can I? Hi guys. I just want to say a huge oh, yeah. thank you to everyone for huge being thank you. on this part, well, for being part of this journey with us. We started and we're, this is, you know, how we started and how we're getting along and we have so, so much many, ahead. So much ahead. So many great people. 2024 um, is looking very super. exciting. Um, we have some amazing episodes for you there to see. We can't give too much away, but I think... Say Lots Cheese is one of my favorite episodes as well. Say Cheese. Of course, with our very, very wonderful doctor. Oh, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we just, I mean, I was scared to smile in front of him. But what a, what a really lovely, lovely man. Actually, I think that's one of my favorite episodes. Actually, I've got a very good friend coming up in an episode. So I am looking forward to that. Yes. You know her too. She's I know her. She's lovely. So look out for us in yes. January. 2024. Happy We're New still Year. Here. Happy New Year, guys. For everyone. Yes. Peace and, and love, love for everyone. everyone.